Falcons fans, what's going on, man? How everybody doing today? Uh, I know, I know, I know. Y'all want to hear my voice every day. But, you know, uh, I, I got to find time to get in the, the groove. Like I said, uh, it takes a while. It takes a while. Um, I'm still in the preseason on my podcast. So, uh, just bear with me. You know what I'm saying? But let's, let's start it up this week. I know today is uh, actually, what's that, Wednesday? Tuesday Today's Tuesday But when you hear this It'll be uh, Wednesday So I'm starting a little late But it is what it is So uh, as you know I mean you can look on Sports Center And uh, you can tell You can follow Sports Center On any social media uh, platform And just see that It's just, it's slow news uh, year You know It's a slow news month Just because of what's going on So it's hard to find Topics and stuff like that Even though the Falcons Are, are making moves It's a lot of things The Falcons are doing but I'm going to take a break on the Falcons today And I'm going to talk to y'all about Cam Newton and A lot of y'all love Cam Newton, man He's a hometown favorite Another Westlake guy You know, we just breed um, animals um, In the rap game Producing um, Athletically uh, Artistically Politically if you, wanna, if you want your kid to be something Criminally If you want your kid to be something Send him to Westlake He'll come out something. I, t- I don't know what, but he will come out something guaranteed. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about Cam Noon, man, because there's a lot going on in the media. Um, he get the Panthers move on from him. Um, we're going to talk about what rightfully so, if that's the right move, wrong move, whatever. Um, and then he's, he's just working out right now on Instagram. Uh, no, no talks. Nobody. Um, Nobody's talking about him. Nobody's talking about interest. Nobody's talking about picking him up. So we're gonna drop this, and I, I'm gonna tell you some teams that I feel like should. Ooh, excuse me. Uh, teams that I feel like should pick him up. And uh, well, let's first let's start on early in his career. For a lot of everybody knows who Cam Newton is. He's a household name. He's uh, been one of the most exciting quarterbacks um, of our lifetime. So uh, follow his story. He goes to. Uh, well, senior year, he's at Westlake. First of all, I, I got to go back. But one of the greatest games, matter of fact, probably number one, the greatest football game ever is when my dad came and picked me up from Stonewall Tail early, probably two hours early, an hour early or something like that. And I get in the car. He's excited. He's like, yeah, we got to go to the game. We got to get there early because it's going to be packed. And he hands me a newspaper. And, and I read on the newspaper, Cam Newton versus Eric Berry. And it's a side-by-side picture. Um, and this is fact. I, I remember this vividly. When we go get something to eat, I think we ended up going downtown actually to get something to eat or some wings. I can't remember where we ate, but we ate something good. And then we get there. I was like, dad, we too early. And to my surprise, man, it's a long line. Okay, so, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm in fifth grade. I don't know what year this is, but uh, I kid you not. I'm not over-exaggerating. That was the greatest game I've ever seen. I saw Eric Berry score a touchdown as a running back, catching one as a, a receiver, took a pick six back, and threw a touchdown as a quarterback. And every time I tell that story, people are like, you exaggerating. I promise to God I saw Eric Berry do all that. So, Eric Berry is one of the greatest athletes come out of South Fulton. Easy, hands down. And on the other side of the ball was a Cam Newton. Now, Cam just played quarterback, so he couldn't affect the game as uh, Eric Berry could. But, oh, man. That was one of the great, like, I remember specific plays from that game. Like, when Cam Newton, I remember thinking, Cam is so tall because somebody tried to tackle him, and he just put his arm to the ground and kind of spun on, like, on the arm, like a disco move or whatever, and got out of it. And I remember thinking, dang, his, his arm that long? Because you should have seen, how, oh, man. I, I, I just remember being in awe of that game. Like, 
uh, and not knowing where those guys, that was my first time hearing about those guys. Like I wasn't into football like that to where I knew, you know what I'm saying? So to hear that, that was, that was a crazy experience. So that was my first glimpse of Cam Newton. So he leaves, um, he leaves Westlake, goes to the university of Florida. He's on the team with, uh, Tim Tebow, Pouncey twins, their linemen. Uh, actually Percy Harvey was on that team. That's why I'm confusing. Um, Aaron Hernandez was on that team. It's a couple other guys that was on that team. That team was actually crazy stacked. Um, so won like three national championships or something like that. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, but he he sits behind Tim Tebow, um, gets into some trouble, um, but he doesn't let that moment define him, um, which is a common theme in with men. You got two types of men. Uh, they get in some trouble and or get a setback, and they either crawl in a hole and or they say, no, I'm not going to let this moment define me and move on. Um, I've been faced with something like that. So I can look for those stories of inspiration. I'm not going to open up too much, but you know, I, I'm been going through something like that. So that's, that's cool to see, you know, that he went through a moment like this in his life and then bounced back from it. So he moved, okay, boom, he gets kicked out of Florida, go probably comes home, cries, uh, is depressed because football is taken away from him. I know how that feels. Um, and keeps pushing. He goes to blend college. I don't know where Blinn is, somewhere close. I think in Texas. Yeah, it's Texas. I knew that. Uh, so it's in Texas. Blinn, he goes to Blinn College. And then uh, after he goes to Blinn College, obviously this is the craziest uh, story or or way for somebody to be a Heisman, like this much talent, you know, to go through this is actually crazy. So he goes to Blinn College. He's undefeated at Blinn College, wins a D2 national championship. So he's on the map. He goes to Auburn. He's an Auburn quarterback. Now, at this time, I'm in ninth grade or 10th grade, and I was the biggest Cam Newton fan. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people hear me critique him and talk about his game, and they're like, you you a Cam hater. I'm not necessarily a Cam hater. I'm just uh, a, I'm an analyzed guy. Like, I, I analyze, overanalyze all the time. So I could never, especially when he got drafted, but we're not there yet. So I'm at this point in my life, I'm the biggest Cam fan. Um, we have a Heisman watch at Westlake. Uh, Caleb still has the Heisman watch poster on his door. Like we're like we are we are true Cam's fans. So Auburn, they go undefeated, mostly because of Cam. Because if you look at the talent that was on that team, nobody really panned out in the NFL. They had a great receiver. Uh, Adams, I can't remember his first name, Darwin, something like that. He was actually the number one target. I actually know his auntie. So we watched a game, uh, an old game with Cam's like the other day. So that was his number one target. He had a nice kind of running back, fast, big guy. But other than that, it was Cam. So you talking about Cam went undefeated at Blinn, went undefeated at Auburn, wins the national championship. A funny story about the national championship. I think I, I, think I told my dad this, but I, uh, I don't know. But we used to have a jumbo TV, the one with the booty on the back. It was a big booty. You know what I'm saying? It's one of them old, old TVs. So me and Caleb, it's a snow day. This is actually a snow week. This is one of those weeks. This wasn't a snow apocalypse, but this is one of those weeks where this is like ninth grade, tenth grade, where uh, the school shut down for like three, four days because of snow. So we're watching the national championship on a Sunday, I think, or a Monday night because they played on Monday nights, not having to go to school. So I remember the it was like kids in the neighborhood came to the door and was like come outside let's play in the snow i'm like are you crazy the national championship is on it's auburn versus oregon this is when oregon had all that speed and and it's cam and it came down to one of the like the last it wasn't a last second play but it was like a, a last minute field goal okay so 
as simultaneously as they kick the field goal, I tell Caleb, hold the ball. I'm going to kick the field goal with him. I kick it. I'm kick it like I'm at the game. Boom, it hits the TV at the corner of the TV. You know how you, you, you hit the TV and it discolors, it turns green and orange and, and it breaks? And I'm like, oh, me and Caleb just freeze. Like, bro, we just broke the TV. But Cam Newton won the national championship. So I didn't tell my dad. I just go ahead and proceed to run outside and slip and slide down the snow and all that. So that was fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm the biggest Cam Newton fan. I'm like, man, Cam, he's the next guy. Da, 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 da. And... The worst thing that could have ever happened to him in his life. He gets drafted by the Panthers. He's in my division. Do you how you think I look with a with a Panthers jersey? Never, 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 ever, ever, ever will you see me in a Panthers jersey, Saints jersey, or a Buccaneers jersey. And never will you hear me support any of those guys. They're in my division. I gotta I gotta point out their weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? So that was the second I stopped being a Cam Newton fan. Okay, so that was just a little backstory. I always got to give you a little backstories about uh, this guy. So then, okay, fast forward. Um, he has immediate success. Now, when you think of Cam Newton when they first get in the league, this is what I want people to understand. The excitement around Cam and the plays that he made on his feet. He was the first Lamar Jackson. A lot of people are like, no, no, no. I listen. I'm, I was watching old games of Lamar Jackson. The way he was beating, he just beat the Rams fifty-six to six last season. Cam Newton was beating teams like that when he first got in the league. He had Steve Smith as his wide receiver, older, older guy. I can't remember who his uh, uh, running back was at the time, but he's he's beating he's beating up on teams. I'm talking about just five yards pop, boom, boom, this big guy you hear about coaches saying man i want to just look at him because this is the biggest quarterback i've ever seen he's as big as the lineman this is a huge you know what i mean just a specimen uh, like a yeah you know it's like a just a, a beast of a man so i remember coaches would be like man i want to see him i want to go out and see him so early on in his career he was actually he wasn't he didn't have a winning record i can't but let's pull up his stats so you'd say he comes in the league his first year in 2011 and has 4,000 yards, that, and which is his best season. So in 2011, he has 4,000 passing yards, 21 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. 17 interceptions is pretty cool, but uh, I mean, pretty bad. But when you look at 21 touchdowns and 4,000 yards, 4,000 yards, that's a lot. That's a lot of yards. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. When he first came in the league, he was as good as Lamar Jackson. There's a lot of Lamar Jackson hype because I, I don't know why, but but Russ, like black quarterbacks, period, when they first get in the league, and this, this is what they do to all black quarterbacks, besides Colin Kaepernick. Besides, I want y'all to get that in y'all head. That man sucks. But that's another podcast for another day. Most of the black quarterbacks, when they come in the league, their first year, they really burn up the they really light up the league with with raw talent. I mean, you talk about his first year, he didn't have the whole playbook. Four thousand yards, twenty one touchdowns. That's that's big. So that so when we talk about that, that that's sensation. He came in the league amazing okay so then his second year 2012 he follows up with 3,000 yards 19 touchdowns 2013 3,000 yards again 24 touchdowns that's a new uh high 2014 a slump year i think they get rid of steve smith they don't have the running backs uh, the defense is kind of bad so he has 3,000 yards close to 4,000 3 8 actually and uh no 3 1 my bad not close that's another year so 2014 3 1 18 touchdowns his worst year 
So everybody's probably like, man, what's going on? Then you go fast forward to 2015 Super Bowl season. This is when he goes to the Super Bowl. He doesn't win the Super Bowl, but he only loses one game. One game. And that one game is to the Falcons. Okay. And I called that number. I called that game. I, I took Stetson actually to the game. And I can remember going to the game and I'm telling everybody, the Falcons are about to beat them because they know how to beat them. I remember telling people Cam Newton can't throw NFL passes. When you see, when you hear about an NFL throw, NFL throw is like a post corner, but there's somebody sitting in coverage, so you have to throw it over the guy, or a, maybe a post, or just the NFL throw is like a long, difficult throw. I mean, obviously, slants. Uh, college guys can hit slants. They can hit fly routes. They can hit digs because it's right now. Those are easier passes to throw. But an NFL throw is like a, just when you hear somebody refer to that. It's usually a longer throw. Um, you got to put something on it, or you know, just put it in the basket perfectly. So he's not good at those throws. So he goes. He fast forward, goes to the Super Bowl. Their formula was first down, run with Cam. Cam six six. He can lay down and get five yards. Then they had a big. Big, uh, I don't know if it was C.J. Anderson or somebody. They had a big to- Tobert. I think it was Tobert. So you think about second down is second and five. I give it to my running back. He gives me four yards. You know what I'm saying? And now we're in second and one. So they had a lo- they had a lovely. Uh, I mean third down. They have lovely third down um, conversions record because you got a six six quarterback. You just pound 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 pound. Then the defense is like, okay, bring everybody up, and then boom, you have Ted in over the top and throw it to him. So that worked out for Cam. Okay, now does that benefit Cam? No. At this time, I'm make a bold statement. Like I just said, in 2011, when he went, when he got to the league. He had 4,000 yards. It was one of his best seasons. Cam never progressed from his rookie year till now. Is that his fault? A little bit, because he could have got training. But why why fix something that's not broke? He's doing good. He's excited. So why, why fix something, right? Because you have to adapt. And this is what they do to black quarterbacks. This is what they they they're gonna do to Lamar. He, Lamar's so shifty he doesn't get hit. But throughout these years, Cam is taking a beating, a pound, pound, pound. I mean, a beating. One year I remember after the Super Bowl year actually, when they started him, uh, him and the Rams. I can't remember. It was him and the Rams, something like that. When uh, he got a blatant target hit, but they didn't call it because they're like, Cam, you always run. We can't call if you're a runner because you become a runner. We protect quarterbacks in the pocket, but we don't protect runners if that makes sense so uh he's getting beat up he's getting beat up and this is what organizations do to black quarterbacks you think you look at a deshaun watson deshaun watson already in the nfl has two um he torn he's torn his acl like three times once in college two in the nfl or or once in two or twice in college something like that he has two bad knees already and they're still calling read options um you talk about a Lamar Jackson, they're running Lamar Jackson looks like Caleb. Obviously a little bit more cut, but he they're running power option where you take Lamar, fake the and run right up the middle. I mean they are you they are wear and tearing on these guys. Think about a Vic, a Mike Vic. The reason why I'm so critical on Vic because you can't play quarterback and run. A lot of people think, oh, if my quarterback run, I can win. I'm telling you if I'm an offensive coordinator, I want you to run. I don't want you to I want you to run and that be your game. I don't want you to run and get out of trouble because that's hard. But I want you to run because I, I, I know you're going to lose. 
Okay, so you talk about Cam who got false hope. So after 2015, he suffers, uh, I think, a shoulder injury, injury, ankle injury, had another injury. So 2016, he has three, five, 19 touchdowns. That's uh, kind of bad ties for his, well, one uh, more touchdown than his worst. 2017, 3-3, 22, 3, uh, 1, 22 touchdowns. 2018, 3-3 again, 24 touchdowns. So when you look at Cam Newton's, that's why I say he's pretty consistent. I mean, he, he's the guy who he's, he's, he, he is who he is on paper, pretty consistent, pretty good. His best year, uh, was his first year as far as passing yards and touchdowns. Um, and then 2019 he gets, he's injured. He doesn't know what to do the organization and all that. So, uh, yeah. And now you're here. I'm going to say that the organization milked him. They didn't care about him getting better as a, a person off the field. They didn't care about his mental health. They didn't care about his physical health. And they didn't care about, they, they just didn't care about Cam Newton. They just cared, is he going to win? You you talk about um, when Cam Newton first came out. Now, Cam Newton's from Atlanta. He's from Atlanta. He's black. He's from, I, I know people who went to school with him. He's He is the guy who is joning, talking smack. Uh, a child just full of life, always smiling. You know, he went to Westlake, so everybody's still a little. Er everybody, you know, it's some people that got their they iPod stolen by uh, Cam. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? I think I got some stolen at Westlake. It is what it is. Everybody gets in that. I didn't steal, but it is what it is. That's not him, you know, but he is the Atlanta kid through and through. So you talk about him going up to Carolina and clashing with those people. And for a minute, um, and him trying to speak on social justice, I remember the Panthers come in and they bring like a talking coach or something. Because, you know, you know, one of those people who say, well, 45 percent of the women don't like when you say this and, you know, stuff like that. So mentally, he was going through some things. He's, he had to change himself. He had to act different. And to stay on the team, I, like literally they brought somebody in and said, don't do this. Don't say that. Don't do this. You have all these endorsements. Um, don't speak on certain issues. And, and he's a team player. He's the captain. He's a franchise guy. So without really thinking of the consequences, he bought into the team. That's what you're supposed to do. What that did was it took away an expression away from him. It took away a part of Cam. To me, it took away the fun side of Cam. So for during that stint, I don't think he had fun. Uh, playing football that was like right after the Super Bowl and then you look in the Super Bowl he had that one play that one play you talk about a guy and this is what killed me you talk about a guy who won went undefeated in D2 bought them a national championship went undefeated in the SEC at Auburn won them a national championship oh excuse me goes 15 and 1 15 and 1 the one loss to a team that did not make the playoffs that year 15 and 1 that, that Falcons team went 8 and 8 15 and one goes to the Super Bowl, wins the playoffs. I mean, destroys the playoffs, goes to the Super Bowl. That one play where he the ball's right there. He kind of goes for it and bounces out because he sees people. That was a business decision. Tries to go for it later on, but doesn't get it. Loses the Super Bowl, walks off the field, goes to the media. The media ask him a question like, did you or did you not want to go for it? Whatever. Walks up out of the media and don't want to answer no questions. The following Monday on SportsCenter is Cam Newton, sore loser. Cam Newton doesn't know how to win. Cam Newton, not a good uh, character. I'm like, what? Sore loser? First of all, first of all, 
So loser, that ain't a negative term. I don't like losing. Y'all should see me when I'm at Welcome All and I lose. Or when I'm at Regency Hills uh, basketball court and I lose. I could be playing against some 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 people who really balling. Like they they really ball in college. Man, run it back. I don't lose. And I'm talking smack. People who are used to winning, not saying I'm used to winning, but somebody like Cam doesn't know how to lose. I did a podcast on this. Guys who've been number one their whole life, been best all county, all state, they they don't know how to lose. They don't know how to lose. It's hard to that. Like it, it literally, they don't know how to lose. So he's getting beat up on that end. He's getting beat up on the field, not getting the calls. He's getting beat up from the organization physically, you know what I mean? All of that. And then that's when I think you have the dressing starts to come into play. I think you you suppressed him on the field. You suppressed his mental off the field in the community. So, boom, I'm going to be Cam. I'm going to be Atlanta. And I'm going to put it on. When you hear somebody say, yeah, I put that on. That means he, he dripping. Like, he got it on. He, he And and some of his outfits were kind of like, mm, but I, that was his way of expressing himself when he was suppressed in other areas. Okay? So now you got the media saying, well, why is he? He's attention. He's childish. He, da, 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 da. I mean, they going to comment on everything. They going to comment on everything. Everything he do, they going to comment. Okay, so he does good in the community. He's real fun, like always in the community, all that, boom, boom, boom. Fast forward to last year, and the Panthers decide to clean slate. Okay? They done put this boy through all this. They done put him through. They done had a life coach, speech coach. Uh, I forget the specific name of that, uh, the title of the guy they brought in, but it was literally to... uh, public relations it was like a hey don't comment on that situation don't say it was literally that's what they said i mean some of our fans don't feel that you do that you change a man and and cut him leave him to dry cam newton he took the panthers to the super bowl and y'all cut him that's that's tough man he didn't deserve that i'm not gonna lie he didn't deserve that because he had two down years in a row the, the reason he had those two down years in a row Because y'all didn't care about his body Y'all ran him to the ground And now he's a little beat up Y'all like man let's just get a new Let's get a new one Leave him to the side Okay So my I, I know who my number one quarterback is To me And a lot of people think I'm going to say Matt Ryan Realistically Matt Ryan Is not better than this next guy I'm saying This this next guy He can throw the ball Okay The, the first The best quarterback in the league To me right now is Russell Wilson. Nobody nobody can throw the ball like Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers is close. Aaron Rodgers is close, but Aaron Rodgers is, is declining. They talk about him in the locker room, not a good fix. So I got Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, then Matt Ryan. I know y'all like, what? He, trust me, Matt Ryan is that far. <laughs> if Matt Ryan was in any other city, bro, <laughs> he would be on every commercial. But no, nah, y'all don't love him here. So, um... Yeah, after Matt Ryan, I'm going to go Lamar Jackson. Uh, Patrick Mahomes got to go up there, but most of that is his offensive coordinator. Um, Deshaun Watson. um, Then Tom Brady and Drew Brees are just old, so I'm not going to put them in there. And then you got, I think Cam is in that caliber. Cam is better than the Carson Wentz of the world. Um, That's a tough statement. Cam is up there with Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson and Deshaun 
are going to benefit because you've seen so many black quarterbacks kind of fall to the wayside and not do too well. I think the NFL is learning how to deal with black quarterbacks and it's not run them to the ground. It's actually keep them safe, learn, teach them because these boys can throw. So if somebody taught Cam how to throw and and he progressively got better, Cam wouldn't be in this position. But no, they wanted to run him. They wanted to run him and he wanted to dance into the end zone and all that's fine and good. But where we have now, where we have him now, nowhere. He's not even signed. And you talk about guys like uh, who else? Kyler Murray. You know, just uh, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa. The the future is black. The NFL is learning. Oh, I can take an athletic quarterback and teach him how to throw and use his athleticism inside the pocket. A lot of people, you want to see somebody work a pocket. You want to see somebody work a pocket. And two people in the top of my head that can work a pocket. Tom Brady and Matt Ryan. Y'all don't give Matt Ryan his props. Go turn on the film because he's got a lot of bad lines. Look how he moves in the pocket, steps up, moves to the side. The footwork is crazy. You don't think a black guy can do that? Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's not athletic. Even though he ran 20 miles per hour, he's not athletic. He's not fast at all. But his feet work is crazy. Cam Newton can double that. Cam Newton could be better than Matt Ryan. Easier. Michael Vick could be better than Matt Ryan. Easier. It is easier to turn that product. But they don't do that. They take him to the ground. Okay? So, but Cam Newton is not better than Matt Ryan right now. <laughs> He's not. And I don't see him getting better. I, like, he could have been, but I don't see him getting better now. Matt Ryan has, has taken off, especially these last three years. Even with winning, I mean, losing records, these last three years, you go back and look at those numbers, Matt Ryan's been doing some crazy things. So, where, where does that leave Cam right now? That leaves Cam with no team. Um, he back in the A. All right, Cam drive. He usually ride around here in like a, a, a Escalade or something like that. Even though, like, if it's by himself. Oh, another great, great story about Cam. I go uh, Tuesdays are like my self peace uh, day, so I go to ATL movies um, and watch movies. They're like five dollars. I usually go see two. Buy me a, a little icy, you know, sit back, and be by myself. It's cool, just a nice, relaxing mental day. So one day I'm there, middle of the day, and the, the theater's full because now people have caught on to this little deal. And, and I just put like 50 more people in. Do not go to Atlantic State. I mean, uh, ATL Moose. Go to Atlantic Station. Go somewhere else. Don't come to my peaceful place, even though that's not a peaceful. But now you know what I'm saying. They got all the babies up there, man. Come on, give me a break. But so at the end of the movie, I'm sitting and a guy stands up and it's I, he's like a row in front of me, and I'm like, who is? Man, this guy is cut. Who is this? It's Cam Newton. It's Cam Newton. I think he has two boys and a girl, something like that. He got them three. No security. I think he has a nanny or something like or grandma or something like that. So the coolest thing was I let him walk out. I remember thinking, one, he's going to stand up and, or wait till everybody else clear out so he don't get rushed. You know how it's that awkward moment where everybody first now leave the movie and they in that that little like everybody's brushing by the little doorway like come on bro like it's tight everybody's shuffling that was Cam the six six dude he ain't pushing nobody I thought he was gonna wait he's gonna be nah this man was in his community I saw him relaxed 
I saw the media beat him up for four or five years. I saw the NFL beat him up for four or five years. And to see him in his habitat, I saw him relaxed. He had his kids. Listen, he had a lamb truck. He had a black lamb truck. The inside was black. It was crazy. He pulled up to the front and had his and was just playing with his kids while the nanny was getting some. She was inside. I mean, like a regular guy. I saw him. And I, he was so regular, I didn't even want to walk up and say anything to him. He was living a regular. I never seen Cam happy. You, you. I mean, you see him happy. You usually see him in the games laughing and playing for a stint of three years. They took that smile and joy away from him, and it was so cool to witness. Like dang, in his community, he felt comfortable. He he up here at Atlantic. St- I mean, I keep saying Atlantic. ATL movies in a lamb truck playing. If that ain't the South Fulton dream. Then what is? Maybe Magic Johnson. Maybe they open Magic Johnson and you got the lamb truck in the back of Magic Johnson. You know what I'm saying? That 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 sound a little better. That sound a little better. But he at ATL movies at Kemp Creek playing. I'm like, man, that, he's in a happy space right now. I think he's learning. You know what I'm saying? Even with the expression of the uh of his uh clothes, he's he's learning. He's getting back to himself. I like that. So I'm excited to see what this next chapter of Cam Newton uh, has. You think about Mike Vick. It didn't take. It took him to have a moment. Mike Vick's another guy who went through something and and redid something. I just saw a pass that blew my mind from Mike Vick. To tell you, it was a Tampa two, which means there's two guys over top. Tampa two means the uh, the linebacker drops back deep. Like the middle linebacker who doesn't usually drop back, he drops back deep. So a guy runs up the seams. Usually you wouldn't throw, you wouldn't throw. This is how I knew Vic didn't uh, watch film because he still threw to the scene on Tampa too. I mean, Brian Erlacher was right up under. Oh, that pass was so amazing. He threw it to Kelsey. It was right on the money. Okay, so you think about that, his uh, revamp in his career. I'm excited to see where Cam can go. Okay. So I'm going through all the teams and I'm looking at what team or teams could benefit from a Cam Newton because he's not a backup. That is for sure. He's not a backup. So if I'm his agent, I'm calling all these teams. I'm going to go through all 32 teams and tell you yes or no. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Where he could end up. Dallas. Dallas just signed a franchise tag on uh, Dak Prescott. They've been going through some money troubles. He turned down like $40 million a year. I don't know what's wrong with Dak Prescott or his agent, but they tripping. That seems to me like it's about to go south. It's about to go south. If I'm Cam, I would now. I, I'm, I, I, this isn't the team that I thought he was previous. I'm literally just looking at teams. If I'm Cam, I, I would look at a Dallas and say, okay, maybe I go there now, sit for a year, learn the system, and take Dak Prescott's uh, spot next year. I can, he could do that. New England. <laughs> That's a tough one just because of Bill Belichick's character. Even though if you, a lot of people think, oh, New England, they don't take uh, uh, misfits and stuff like that. But if you actually look at their whole uh, six rings, that's all they had. Misfits, they get in line. So uh, I'm not saying Cam's a misfit. I just, I, I don't see him fitting with Bill Belichick because they do a lot of short passes, intermediate throws, which Cam can do that. But Cam's a quarterback that you're going to have to let loose. You're going to have to let him move around in the pocket, roll out, throw deep because he has a cannon. So I don't see that offense um, fitting for Cam. Um, Philadelphia, no. They got Carson Wentz and they just got Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, mark my words, Jalen Hurts will take Carson Wentz's job. I'm a quarterback guru. I know what I'm talking about. Jalen Hurts will take 
Carson Wentz job. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders. I could see him going to the Raiders. Raiders was one of the teams that I thought, okay, he's going to go to the Raiders. Derek Carr is there. Derek Carr is getting a little older, even though Cam, I think they're around the same age. But I can see the Ravens, I mean, the Raiders getting just done with Derek Carr. And Cam Newton in that black, that would look good. Green Bay. Um, they got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I don't see Aaron Rodgers. I do. There is turmoil there, but you don't give up Aaron Rodgers. So I wouldn't go there. And they just drafted somebody. I wouldn't go there. San Francisco. Um, he could definitely take Jimmy G's spot. He could take Jimmy Garoppolo's spot. Um, is it worth it? No. Even though that's a Kyle Shanahan offense, that would go crazy. I would love to see how that looks. Um, that I, I just don't see him landing there just because they, they, they're comfortable. They just went to the Super Bowl. They're comfortable. Um, Seattle. Move on. <laughs> Uh, New York Giants, they just invested in uh, Daniel Jones. I don't see them even even if, yeah, I, I just no. Just gonna, that's a whole move on. Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers is a team that I, I think, if I'm the Pittsburgh, I'm on the phone with Cam Newton right now. You got uh, Big Ben, who is old, who didn't, hasn't finished a season like the last four seasons, just old and ugly, big, out of shape, not a good quarterback so far. A lot of people want to talk about Matt Ryan underachieving. If there's anybody who's ever underachieved, it's Ben Roethlisberger after his Super Bowls. When you talk about he had A.B., Le'Veon Bell, oh, man, and didn't do nothing with him. Martavis Bryant, they had a receiving court, didn't know nothing with it. Cam could go under Mike Tomlin and pipe the Steelers up. I like that look. Um, to that, to me, that's the number one team right now. On that should that if I'm Cam Newton's camp, I'm calling Steelers like, hey, Big Ben's finna retire. He about to be your office coordinator. So you need somebody right there who can at least hold the franchise for four or five years until you go get your new guy. Um, Kansas City, no. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, yes. I don't know if they drafted a quarterback or who's their backup, but uh, it's one of them sorry. They got either Kirk Cousins or the other dude. I can't even remember. They're sorry. Uh, they could benefit from Cam Newton. Um, Chicago Bears, yes. Yes. I think they just got another quarterback or something like that. If they did, then no. But uh, Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky is not it. Cam Newton can definitely take your program to the next level. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, even though they got Tom Brady, he's old. If he goes down, Cam Newton could definitely, and he's he's kind of like a Jameis Winston, so he could fit there. Um, Broncos, I don't know who is the Broncos quarterback. Oh, Drew Locke. He's new. He's from West Virginia. They're going to um, invest in him, so no, don't go there. Miami Dolphins just got them quarterback. Uh, no. Buffalo Bills. Who is the Buffalo? Jared Allen? Nah, just let him rock. Cleveland Browns? Nah, let him rock. New Orleans, they just signed uh, Jameis Winston, so no. Baltimore, obviously no. Washington Redskins, that's Kirk Cousins' team. I said Minnesota. I forget the other guy. I could see him at the Washington Redskins. Um, that's a yes. New York Jets, their quarterback just got mono uh, last year and couldn't play some games. I wouldn't even want to be in the locker room with his nasty self. So, yeah, he could definitely cam could go to the New York Jets. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, I think they're going to give Jared Goff like two more years because he did take him to a Super Bowl. They did pay him a lot of money. But Jared Goff actually is very average, and Cam could take his spot. Would I go there if I was Cam? Nah. Um, just because they're kind of after a Super Bowl, you kind of unlayer the greatness and get to the sorriness, and they're about to hit rock bottom of that um, stint. Arizona Cardinals. Um, no, nah, they got Kyler Murray. 
Detroit Lions. They got Sam Bradford. He's getting a little old. I can see if the Lions are kind of getting un like you know they're they're just getting tired of him. Would I go there if I was Cam? No. Panthers obviously not. Atlanta Falcons no. No, everybody get that out your head. He probably would take a like knowing him, he would take a hometown discount. Could he take Matt Ryan's spot? No. In a million years, he could. There could be ten years over, he couldn't take Matt Ryan's spot. I'm telling y'all, Matt Ryan's one of the best uh, two minute offenses, moving the ball, perfect throws. You go watch uh, some of his. Oh man, I don't get me started. He's he's that. Uh, Houston Texans, no, they got Deshaun. Indianapolis Colts, they just got Andrew Luck quit. Jimmy Brissett took over, but I felt like they just got somebody. Yeah, yeah, I felt like they did just get somebody. If they didn't. He could go there. That's a stable uh, organization. Um, I'm loving it. Uh, I would like that fit. Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers. He could definitely. He would. First of all, first of all, he would swag those uniforms. And I know a lot of my friends just like, did they just say swag? Lame. But no, nah, the way he would put that on, it, it would be too crucial. Too crucial. That powder blue. Oh man, that I I can see him now. Probably the yellow shoes, yellow glove, yellow accents, white pants. That would look good for style. Um, I think that is a good fit because they are a stable organization. They don't win nothing, but I, he could be the over the top Tennessee Titans. Now my last two teams are the Bengals, obviously no, and Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I forget who Blake Bortles is. He's still there. Actually, the Jaguars could get him, but. The team that strikes me the most, if I'm Cam, the two teams that I'm on the, well, three, I'll do three. Because, yeah, the three thing, three teams I'm on the phone with, like, hey, y'all need a quarterback. Y'all right there. Y'all right there. Y'all just need somebody to take you over the top. Is the Tennessee Titans. Now, Tannehill's good. Tannehill's great. Not great. Tannehill's good. He took y'all to the playoffs. Actually, Derrick Henry did. And y'all didn't pay him. Y'all paid Tannehill. That was dumb. You talk about a team like Tennessee Titans with verbal. They're one of the smartest, newest coaches on the block with the great defense, great defensive scheme, great defensive scheme. Just a, a off offense. Cam Newton can take that team to the Super Bowl right now. I feel like if you add Cam Newton to the Tennessee Titans with Derrick Henry behind him, that's another dynamic handing off to Derrick. Cam learning how to throw, using his feet a little bit, and with that defense, they could go to the Super Bowl right now. So the three teams I'm on is Tennessee, the Steelers, and the Raiders. I, I see him falling there. Them the only teams. If he's gonna start, maybe Dallas. If he's gonna start, those are the only teams that can accept him right now. If I'm his agent, I'm I'm definitely on the phone with Tennessee, telling them, hey, I got a former MVP for you. I got a Foreman Heisman Trophy winner. How does that sound? Heisman on Heisman. Cam Newton and Derrick Henry. That sounds lovely to me. If I'm calling Pittsburgh and I'm selling them on, hey, your guy get no. Your guy get no. And Cam can do that for you. And the Raiders is just like, hey, are you? what are you doing with Derrick Carr? Are you keeping him? Are you moving on? If you're moving on, don't move on from the draft. John Gruden, you a quarterback guru, so you say, take my boy Cam and make him be somebody, okay? If he goes to any of those teams, I'm definitely getting a Cam jersey. I'm probably going to get a Cam jersey regardless because he's getting out of the division. Um, so regardless, I'll get a Cam Newton jersey. But those are the three teams. Um, I wish him well, you know. But that's just that that's the story of a black quarterback in the NFL. 
You get there, you don't progress. Watch, watch, watch Lamar Jackson. Watch Lamar Jackson. And I told my mom this. I told I told people this. You crazy if you think Lamar has gotten better since college. That boy is the same. And that speaks to how great he is. Cause he just dropped. He had like five touchdowns. He had a five touchdown game on Monday Night Live uh last year. Went to the playoffs, didn't do too well. Um, he has a problem with keeping the, the team up. Uh, when they go through something You know if you're a quarterback You gotta play perfect in certain scenarios Certain games you have to play perfect And playoff games are usually those games And he hasn't got over that hump But the crazy thing is he's been to the playoffs Like two times already or a wild card in the playoff. That's crazy So you talk about yeah dang that's an upsetting season But as far as him it's, it's not upsetting So uh, Yeah so Cam Newton That was my three teams man Um Will he end up there? No. A lot of people think uh, the NFL likes to blackball people. That's another thing that I'm I'm going to talk about. I, I Cam Newton's not getting blackballed. No way, in shape, and form, he's getting blackballed. The problem is there's a risk reward thing. There's a there's a risk reward when NFL teams think of quarterbacks. This is the same thing that happened to uh, what's his name, Colin Kaepernick. Now Colin Kaepernick sucks. I'm I just, I'm sorry, he sucks. So the the risk reward was low. Like it was like it's a risk, it's a high risk, low reward. High risk because I'm gonna lose my racist fans. And you can say you you, you can think a white man is is gonna stand up for you, but he not. He won't he won't green. So nobody wanted to take that hit on their organization. And why would I take that hit for a backup quarterback? It don't make sense. Now Cam Newton is a high is a lower risk, high reward. Low risk because he 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 was a former MVP. He is a winner. He is a championship uh, player. He can come to my team, take my team to the next level, and if not, I can just go get somebody else. But what teams are thinking? First of all, I went through all those teams. A lot of teams don't need quarterbacks. Y'all 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 put this all in the whole NFL when a lot of teams don't need quarterbacks. I just went through the list and I was like, nah, they don't need it. They don't need it. Move on. Move on. That's not a good fit. That you think those owners are thinking the same thing. I, I, dang, I just drafted this guy two years ago. I'm not gonna give up on him because I I paid him ten mil. At least let's see this through for four years. I just paid this guy or I just got this guy, and a lot of people are thinking. A lot of people don't like to get their quarterbacks to take them to the next level. As a, uh, it usually doesn't work out when you get a guy from an organization. Usually quarterbacks, great quarterbacks, they stay where they at. So when a, a guy gets tossed to the side, a lot of teams are like, nah, I don't want nothing to fool with him. I, I, don't want, I don't want to deal with him. I'll just fix it in the draft. I can get a long-term fix in the draft. A lot of people think if I get a quarterback, I'm going to have to put too much into him for, to only have him for four or three years, three, four years, something like that. It's not worth it. I'd rather go get a young guy and invest in him and have him possibly for seven, eight, nine seasons or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's where most of those owners are thinking and most of those GMs and coaches are thinking. It's not let's shun Cam Newton out of the league. It's I'd rather just go invest in, in a, a newbie. Who, who doesn't have tread on his tires, who doesn't have a messed up ankle and a, and a, a, a messed up mentality towards the NFL uh, higher management, uh, somebody who, you know, I, it's just too much to deal with. So that's what's going on with Cam. He, that's what's going on with him right now. That's why he hasn't signed. Another reason why he hasn't signed is, is because of the ankle and because of Corona. We can't do 
pure physicals right now. Yeah, I can see you kind of work out online, but you can hide some stuff online. I want to see how you react on that ankle. And he posts workout videos every day. But it's not going to be until that scout comes and sees him in person that they're like, okay, he's a go. He's a go. So I think those teams that I, the, the three teams that I named, I probably, yeah, I don't see him being a backup. I don't see him being a backup. He has too much talent to be a backup. So if he wants to be a starter, those are the teams he needs to reach out to. Those are the selling points. And um, y'all stop thinking that, that the NFL is out to get black people. Y'all stop thinking that the NFL is racist because they're not. They not like they not like y'all think. They just not, you know. Um, you think about the NFL family. It is a lot of black guys who aren't Uncle Toms that are the face of the NFL. Like, do you really think Michael Irvin is like an Uncle Tom buddy buddy? You know what I'm saying? Nah. Do you think Randy Moss is like that? Nah. Ladanian Tomlinson? Nah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, these guys are are black through and through. So. You, they don't do a lot of oh he's black he's too black get him out of the league. No, nah, I mean they don't had they don't have some real activists in the league. Y'all just don't hear about them. So do your job and, and vet through um, the Michael Jenkins of the world and uh, who's the guy who's doing the police brutality in the NFL? They show his commercial. The NFL runs his commercial every time. I can't remember. Uh, it might be Anquan Bowden. Anquan Bowden, it is Anquan Bowden. He's out of the league right now, but he does the same thing for the... That's what I'm saying. So they do love money more than black people, but hey, a lot of us do. So give him, you know, just give him time. But that's what's going on in the league, man. That's what's going on with the quarterback situation with Cam. Um, I'll probably revisit this again. If he doesn't get signed, if he doesn't get signed by July, then it's not... Then it's the numbers that he's turning in. It's the... Uh, Cam, we ain't paying you for this. And he's like, nah, I need this because I just had a 60 million contract. I just bought this big house. I need some money, homes. And they gonna like, nah, you tripping. If he doesn't get signed by the end, it's a, it's a contract thing. It, it ain't talent. It ain't injuries. It's a contract thing. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, subscribe to my podcast. I feel like I've underachieved with the equipment I've had. Like I've, You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm, what do you call it? I'm like a rapper who sucks, but I have a hard beat. You know what I mean? So I promise to y'all, man, I'm going to get better and get more lively, get more funny, get back to when I had nothing. You know what I'm saying? When I was recording off the the, the iPad, man, I was giving y'all funnies and stuff like that. So I'm going to get back to that. But uh, tell your friends, tell your friend to tell a friend, tell your friend to tell his girlfriend, tell his girlfriend to tell her side friend. You know what I'm saying? The side then, then tell him to tell his friend. Like, get the word around, spread it around. Give me some, give me some, some, some listens, man. So I can go buy some wines or something like that. Put my podcast on. I might, I might do that. I had the answers on the side of the pod, on the wines. That, that's, some, that's, that's pretty cold. Actually, I just thought of that. But thank y'all for listening, man. Give me feedback, like I always say. So uh, I appreciate y'all.